So how many of you guys slept in a, in a van last night? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't even have didn't a nice even have view, a river, actually. Yeah. No. It wasn't even... <laughs> we had a trailer. That's true. It's 98.9 WCLZ. We're inside Studio Z today with Enter the Haggis. You guys beat me too. It's the first thing I was going to ask you about. I was going to pull the audience to say how many people think that they got more or less hours of sleep. You know, like three, was it three hours, if that? If, if you can call it sleep, yeah. I mean, we, we pulled over at a rest stop somewhere outside of Albany, and uh, that was how we spent our three or four hours before we picked up our engineer, Glenn. And... Uh, yeah. Very cozy and very comfortable. You have you the know? weirdest dreams in a van, especially with a van full of these guys. <laughs> you think, uh, was that an octopus that just came in the window? <laughs> that is yep. definitely weird. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. you guys have been together for a long time. Like You've been sleeping in vans together for a really long time. Thank you for putting <laughs> in vans. We've come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think allows you guys to stay this loose and this together after all these years? Well, I, I mean, first and foremost, the fans. Uh, to be honest, like, yeah, we wouldn't be doing it. You know, we wouldn't be coming out on the road and, and touring if there weren't people coming out to show still. So, we have the fans to thank. Yeah. And to blame. And and deodorant too helps. <laughs> <you know. laughs> deodorant has helped. Yeah. Honestly, the advent of, uh, of personal music players like iPods probably saved us more than anything else. Being able to put headphones on and retreat for a little while. <laughs> oh, God. So who, was, who would have been the culprit in the past then for music that no one else would want to listen to on a road trip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? I don't think so. I don't think so. Although I will say our, our, our former drummer, James, he, he had an iPod full of days worth of music, but it was mostly like fairly avant-garde jazz and world music. So there's a lot of... Skip. Skip. You know, it doesn't really doesn't really fire you up at two in the morning. Puts the driver to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's not good. But we have to comment on Trevor's outfit today. The T-shirt, really. That's what we need to oh, comment yes. on. Yeah. Can we you see that the for a second? We've that's got okay. the ghost of Paul Revere on. That's right. Now, had you heard of that? It's not just a fashion statement. I'm assuming. No. 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 We. Uh, yeah. We've uh, had the pleasure of uh, sharing a stage with these guys. This. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know the name, this is or can't see. Uh, this is the ghost of Paul Revere. Uh, awesome band from Portland, I guess. Right here, yeah. Local, Bucks, yeah. Buxton, I guess, if we got to be really specific okay. or else they'll yell at us, I think. Okay. <laughs> we'll go all the but way yeah, down. They don't strike me as yellers. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic band and uh, that's had a lot of support from uh, from this great radio station, too. We're with Enter the Haggis inside Studio Z, and you guys had mentioned the last song that you had played. It is a true story, and you guys have been able to pull uh, inspiration throughout your careers in songwriting. Can you explain the story, not necessarily with that particular song, but with the last album and how you pulled the stories out for that? Uh, yeah, we've had a few albums in a row where uh, there was one album, uh, we're talking about The Modest Revolution, that uh, we took all of the songs were inspired by articles from one issue of a Toronto newspaper. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of the songs off of Broken Arms, which is the last the last thing we released, um, came from um, a book about the village, uh, which on the shores of Lake Huron, uh, called Bayfield, where uh, where my parents live and where I spent my summers growing up. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's really a small it's a it's a historic town, like many other towns anywhere uh, across you know, the U.S. or Canada, but uh, it's amazing when you actually sort of dig back through history. There's some, you know, there's cool stories, interesting, unusual stories, and 
characters, you know, ev- everywhere you go. So. We did an album that uh, we solicited letters from all of our fans and uh, got hundreds and hundreds of letters. And the idea was send us the story from your life that is the story you pull out at a party, you know, like the most interesting, craziest thing or just something that really sort of touched you or affected you deeply. And, yeah, it was it was really, really amazing. And we, we picked all the uh, – we picked stories from those letters and wrote that album. Um, but it's amazing now – you know, even some of the, the stories that didn't make it into songs, it's amazing how you run into people on the road and they're like, oh, I'm the one who wrote you the story about such and such thing. And it's like, oh, it's crazy to have that, that connection with hundreds of people. who. And that album you mentioned, that was when you guys were Jubilee Riots, correct? Yeah, talk about that. Well, I have to bring it up again because every time that I say we're doing something with Andrew the Haggis or they're coming to town, everybody keeps saying, they've, oh, they're, that's what they are again. And I said, well, it was, you know, it's a short period of time. But yeah. what, were there any other finalists for that name? What are you implying? I just wonder. I thought to myself, that is such a great name, but I wonder, was there two others? Was there a final three? You don't set the bar very high when you're trying to find a better band name than Enter the Haggis. Uh, Craig has had some great ideas over the years. The Strolling Drones was one of his... Uh, oh, yeah. L- Lude Reads. Yeah. Yeah, right? He's got a thousand of these things. But no, I would not say that those were exactly finalists. Okay, that's know. fair. That's fair. Brian, this question is for you. I... I I saw this post. I, I want to say it was maybe last year. And first, congratulations. You're, you're married now. I, I am. I, I don't think that happened the last time you guys were here. So nope, congratulations on Thank that. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Seemed like there was a lot of unhappy couples in here. There weren't a lot of people fast to applaud there. <laughs> but I had seen a letter that was written from, I think, oh. your wife's <laughs> friends. Can you explain that story? Um, okay, so uh, my wife, my now wife, is uh, another fiddle player and musician named Rose Baldino, who had a band called Burning Bridget Cleary, and uh, trad trad Irish band. And uh, we had played with them over the years, and she's she's eight years younger than me, so she had seen us play like the, kind of the rock band at some of these Irish festivals. And she and her Irish dancing friend in high school had developed crushes on myself and Trevor. I don't know if Trevor knows that, but uh, there's there's some shock at Trevor's hey, Trevor, face. Remember there. the remember the girl he walked in at my wedding with? Yeah, we didn't tell you, but anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, she insisted that it be you. Uh, she's married now, but uh, so what happened was uh, Rose was going through a box of her stuff from from high school, sorting through some stuff in her parents' attic, and she found a letter that her best friend Allison had written to her when they were both sixteen, and all it said was, "Hi, Rose." If you could marry Harry Potter or Brian from Enter the Haggis, who would you pick? Did she write back? I don't know. We don't know what the answer was. So I'm guessing she probably picked Harry Potter, but I'm, I'm perfectly happy being her fallback all these years later. He's certainly richer. Richer than Harry Potter? No, I said Harry Potter. Is. Oh, he is, definitely. Well, yeah. A wealthier... I mean, you can just wave a wand and create wealth. Like, I'm just glad that that question was worth a stamp at some point in somebody's life. That yeah, said, I'm right? going to mail this off. <laughs> this wasn't an email. That's, I'm glad that that happened. We're with Into the Haggis Inside Studio Z. And one final question. Are you guys working on new music? Was that a rumor that I did yeah. hear somewhere down the line? Am I? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, we're lucky to have uh, Bruce's has a little, has a little studio in, in Toronto. And uh, we spent about a week there uh, back in February. And we've got probably, I don't know, 14 or 15 tunes that are... Uh, not not fully recorded, but uh, at least sketched out to a point of taking them to the, the final stages. So I don't want to dig yeah. too deep, but is it a, another similar concept album, like letters being written to you, or are you writing about a sp- specific town? No it's, no, it's a little more free this time, I think. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's really even a theme necessarily that kind of threads through the, th- 
through the through the music, but yeah. um, just kind of a collection. Freedom. Yeah. Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> we will leave it at that. I won't dig any further. It'll be a big surprise for everybody. And go Maple Leafs. I'll figure I get that in for you while you're Thank here, you Brian. Thank you very much. Yeah. We're inside Studio Z with Enter the Haggis. You want to do a couple more before you head sure out? Thing. We're going to go back a bunch of albums to an album called Gutter Anthems. 